Charlie Frisk. My name is Sam Black, and I'm one of the co-directors. And I'm one of the co-directors of Extending the Link. Extending the Link is a student-run, student-led documentary team that focuses on undertold social justice issues. With all the challenges brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic, we're choosing to shift gears a bit this year. Undertold, our new podcast, will be a platform where we share undertold stories within our community in hopes to listen with the ear of our heart to those around us so that we can all grow together. For our very first episode, we will be focusing on ethical storytelling. Today, we interview Andrea Caro, creator of ETL, Brennan Lefebvre, past co-director, Rachel Mullen, past co-director, and Scott Richardson, classics professor at St. John's. I'm going to get the year wrong. I haven't had a full cup of coffee yet while we're doing this interview. It was either 2007 or 2008 that um, some friends and I studied abroad in Guatemala. And we, um, some of the friends volunteered on a fair trade coffee farm. And we came back to Minnesota and realized that not everyone was still drinking fair trade coffee. There was still some opportunity to get the message out about what does fair trade mean? What does it actually mean for the laborers or the workers or the communities that are producing fair trade coffee? So we were looking to pull together to make a documentary and as a way to share with our families or friends or community the story about fair trade coffee. And so from that, uh, ETL was born to just help enable global undertold stories, a, a platform for us to tell global undertold stories. There was a few members of the founding team who were really into documentaries. They, they were also beautiful photographers as well. And when we were thinking about mediums, I think that they are, their natural talents and passion really helped guide, guide the Extending the Link organization into documentaries. Storytelling is so important to lead to action. It's so important. Context is so important. In 3M right now or at any company, if I want to make change, so for example, if I want to hire someone or if I want to change a strategy or if I need to change a strategy, I need to get people on board. I need to get people to understand the, the history or the context of what's happening now and vision the future. And I need to get them excited and ready to act. And that all has to go through communication or storytelling. It's so important, both verbally, what words you use, what tone you use, what visuals you use are all so important to empower action or empower change. Um, it's critical. It's absolutely critical. So the better that we can become storytellers, uh, the more likely or the faster we might be able to empower people to stand behind or rally for the change. It's so important. You know, I think what we really do is we think about these social justice issues, these undertold social justice issues from a global perspective. And by doing that, we can learn from other cultures, from people from halfway across the world and take that back and share those stories and share those perspectives so that, you know, maybe we can inspire people to think about an issue in a, in a little bit different of a way. The way that ETL thinks about go after those global perspectives helps us see these local issues in a different way. And I think we could be doing probably a better job coming up with, you know, sustainable and specific act local projects. I think 
sharing stories and sharing different perspectives does a lot of good. What ETL does is we let people share their own story. We don't have a narrator, or in the past, we haven't had a narrator. But we ask them questions that are very open-ended and, and basically sit and listen to people share their story. And I think, you know, that's probably one of the most ethical ways to do it. Obviously, when you're in production and you're trying to make a 30-minute film, there's things that you have to cut out. You have to create some sort of a story, but I think we do a good job of letting people share their stories and giving them a platform to share that. Um, so I think it's important to figure out what your passion is and what you, not just are passionate about, but what you, what you can talk about with any viability, any credibility, also that a community is willing to let you in on and to learn upon. Great, spend some time shedding light on that issue and make sure you're encouraging others to find what issue that is for them. I think that comes, it's a great question, um, but I think it comes down a lot to how you're going to set up your films. Um, so what's your call to action going to be? Is your job to go in and observe and tell other people's stories? In which case, I think there's a ton of space for those films and they're great. It's really important to not kind of put our lens upon the stories you're trying to tell. Um, and in those cases, you kind of leave it up to your viewers. What are they gonna do with this newfound information? Are they gonna run with it and do something? Or are they going to kind of sit with it and be like, glad I know this, it can be an interesting thing to bring up when someone asks me about something, but I'm just gonna kind of sit with this knowledge. Or are you going to shape your film and the people you kind of bring into your films in a way that encourages folks to get involved. I think what's important to remember is that people, young people have massive capacity for change. Um, and we also have incredible organizing capabilities. Um, like we just have a way of kind of bringing communities together and being able to use our voice in a way that I think generations above us just, they can and some do, but not, maybe not do as effectively. I think we need more people like that. Less of a focus on kind of building these perfect resumes to set, you set, set yourself up to be the perfect social justice activist and more so a feeling of if I have something I'm passionate about, if I have something that I feel that I can talk to accurately and in a way that reflects those that are impacted by it. Um, and if I can advocate and heighten voices other than my own in ways that are powerful, please do. Like, don't wait. No one's ever gonna give you the microphone and be like, now's your time. Start doing it now and eventually people will listen. But what I have found interesting as I've gone forward is that time I put in the film lab or that time I worked on my ETL project has been far more influential for what I've done next and what I've done since than my honors thesis. My honors thesis was interesting. It also looked at refugee issues and things like that. But what has continued to shape me and what I have learned the most from was what I did outside of the classroom. It's what I did with ETL and it's what I did with other organizations. So obviously our like catchphrase is like, Think globally, act locally. Um, but for me, what that means is, it kind of means shining a spotlight on some issue we see happening around the globe that we also see mirrored in our own community. So we're going to go somewhere, take you somewhere and show you this story, not to kind of just say, oh, look over here, this is what's happening, but to take it and show that there's something universal that happens. We don't do ETL to kind of show what bad things are happening in the world and say, oh, look at that, let's try to fix it. We say what things are happening in a universal way that we can highlight somewhere and also show how it's happening here locally and how do we get involved with the local side to try to make it a little bit better. I think we're just compelled to tell our own stories because, well, we're very interested in ourselves, but those of us who can go beyond ourselves and want to get to know others not just on a first date or the people we know in our dorm or something, but people that we'll never know. We want to hear their stories. 
And there are people who are bright enough to pass those stories on, even if they're outsiders, or even if they're just making stuff up, they are putting things in, in a nice package so that we'll understand kind of what the big deal is in their lives. Who are they? And I think that's just part of being human. And um, those of us who aren't narcissistic want to hear from others. And that's, that's our way of not just communicating, but having communion with each other. You have to be looking at it from an outside perspective, but it, and you're going to be using your voice. But if you could do that while at the same time, sometimes putting yourself in the mentality, visual, moral being of the other person, then I think that's, that's maybe what you're talking about with being ethical about your narrative is that you're not making it all about you, the narrator. You're using your own perspectives, your own lives and experiences to interpret what's going on with these other people, but you're making sure that you don't stop there, but that you try to sort of sort out what's going on with these other people. Now, with course, documentaries, you can, you have the virtue of interviewing people and having them tell their, their own stories. <laughs> so that's got to be part of it. And in regular narrative, fictional or otherwise, you use quotations speeches maybe and so they are speaking their minds and you put that out there you might interpret it in ways that are more or less responsible or respectful but to the extent that you're letting people talk themselves okay well then that's that's a, that's a part of what you're doing but in your interpretation of what they're saying or their rehashing or their your analysis if you just could be respectful of of where they're coming from well that i guess would be ethical ethical storytelling. When you say something, most of us want to be heard. So we need to be heard in order to have any sort of relationship with anybody. For maybe certain groups of people, if they're feeling ignored and the world isn't paying attention to them, then it's sort of like they're, they've lost their being is maybe too strong a word, but it seems like they've lost their identity as a group. So for me, audience is almost synonymous with, with identity, being heard, having it. Well, having an audience is, is almost like having an identity and not really having an audience at all is losing who you are. So an audience is kind of a, an affirmation that the things happen, that they happen to you and that that matters somehow uh, with, without that, who are we? You know, if you can put it into story form and get people to understand, that audience to understand what's really going on, what's really at stake, well, then somebody might realize, well, I, I see, okay, here's what I need to do in response that I haven't really thought of before because it didn't really occur to me that this was the way, thing, the way things are. So a story that's out there for a big audience could easily lead to some sort of social change, you've made it tangible. You've made it real in a way that simple facts can't. And when I get that, I'm going to feel it in my brain and in my gut. And this is going to maybe lead me, the audience, to react in a certain way. And it might, in fact, cause me to react in a way that I and several other people are going to do something. I think Stories can do that. Stories affect you aesthetically and intellectually, morally and viscerally. Stories can do that in a way that a lot of other forms of communication 
care.